0: Coming at you pre-recorded from Two Guys Basement. It's the Weekenders. This was not recorded in front of the studio audience. View discretion is not advised. Hey, what's going on guys? It's your hosts, David. And Trevor. And this week we are bringing you episode 3 of Weekenders. We got a little laugh updates.
1: Um, some sports with Fight Island. UFC 215. Deshaun Jackson and some of his uh, kind of crazy quotes. And Julian Edelman trying to ring them back in. Then we got a little bit of Washington football, changing the name. Some Bronco news, pretty psyched about that. And then some fault to round it all off.
0: Let's get into it. (laughs)
1: All right. (laughs) So, Trevor, how was your long time from the podcast? Man, how long has it been? Week and a half, it's something been like, like
0: that? A week and a half, going on two weeks, man. Yeah, it's yeah. been uh, busy as hell. Busy yeah. as hell. Yeah, we've been working pretty much non-stop, man. <laughs> Don't you love it? Capitalism, no, it's, it's great. It's great. It's great on your back, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Six days a week, man. You know what, though? It, is what it is, we're making money. Just, uh, you know, happy to have a job, yeah. unlike some people. So
1: Right. Got to be grateful for that. That's That's for sure. Oh, yeah. So what, uh, you've been working like 12s
0: pretty much every every day? Pretty much every day, man. I mean, we got off this past weekend. We got off at like eight hours. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, <think>. only eight <laughs> hours. Six days a week, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's been rough. Like I said, yeah. it's been rough. I haven't really had time to do like hardly anything, you know. I've been trying to keep up with obviously the kids and you know right. morgan and mm-hmm. everything that's been going on you know with fault and you know everything's been going on in life man how about yourself right. you've been
1: yeah so we sorry guys that's that's partly why we uh haven't recorded anything in a little while because life got in the way but life you gets know, in the way sometimes it does it does unfortunately uh it's been pretty good i got uh I've had a few interviews, a few nibbles for my next job. Um kind of depressed cuz I got uh I got a second interview. I didn't really want this job, but I got a second interview for it and uh he canceled on me like probably 2 hours before the uh video like Zoom call was going to be. So I was a little, a little upset on that even though I didn't really want the job.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a Kind of a dick move, really. Like two hours before the freaking interview? I yeah, I might, mean, I didn't... i somebody.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was happy for him. I mean, I didn't really want the job, but I, I did want the experience of getting used to interviewing again. And I hadn't really done a lot of uh, Zoom calls yet. I've never actually used Zoom before. i am always used Skype and a lot of the other kind of older products. But, but yeah, so... And that was uh, going to be working like 100% remote, which I wasn't totally sure if I was going to like dig, but yeah, job's a job. So (laughs) yeah, I
0: mean, it is what it is. But I I
1: was after that, I went out and I uh, shot my bow and it was by far the best I've ever shot. I was hitting bullseyes on bullseyes. It was great. So
0: that would make you feel good. (laughs) Yeah, it did. It made made my day a lot better. Sometimes you just need some shooting therapy. That's all. Right. Right.
1: All right. So let's get into Fight Island.
0: (laughs) Some shooting therapy. Oh, it's just just archery. It's not humans. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't (laughs) worry. Jesus. This week, starting off with a bang. Yep. All right. It's. So Trevor, you want to talk about this, uh, this fight Island here, this first, first fight The fight. island? Yeah. So, um, just a little backstory on, on fight Island. Um, so you, you know, the UC and Dana White, they purchased an Island in Abu Dhabi and they're using it solely for fighting. Um, you know, they're bringing everybody in Mm -hmm. just because of the COVID and, uh, the, the COVID, um, keeping everybody <laughs> safe <laughs> you know um yeah so that's why they purchased that so anyways this was the first uh well and they also
1: the a, a little bit more too was they had it's a bubble i don't know if you like saw what it was but it's like this gigantic like bubble arena thing with like living quarters and all this stuff and everyone that works there i think they had something like 100 no 1,800 tests done within the week of this fight so like all the people that work there and all the fighters have all been tested at least like three times or something like that that's good yeah Yeah, and these fighters were all flown in from four different destinations i think it was vegas the uk um somewhere i think in russia and then probably somewhere in korea if i had to guess
0: yeah, I know they all had to quarantine for like two weeks before. Yeah, the their Cody's yeah. and them. Yep, just them, and then they obviously got tested before they even got on the plane, and then tested yep. when they got there as well. So. And they had know, their own plane too. Yeah, that's crazy, man. They're blowing out the stops crazy. on. It. I mean, this is how they make money, you know. And yeah, Dana's, Dana's not willing to, you know, sacrifice these guys' livelihoods, you know. Mm-hmm. Because these guys don't get unemployment for the most part. Right? right.
1: Yeah. There's no insurance for fighters.
0: There's no insurance, you know. So he's definitely keeping everybody on the books, and that's good. I'm happy for him. And I'm happy that they're taking all of the right precautions, mainly. Right. You know, yeah. they, could, they could just throw it together and make it all, you know, do something stupid. But yeah. He came through. And they're pulling out all the stops to make sure everybody is protected and nobody's going to get sick, which is really cool. And, you know, they obviously have been broadcast. They're broadcasting it everywhere, which is sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this was the first fight. It was on uh, 7-Eleven. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they opened it up with uh, Yuri Prozaka um, versus Vulcan. Yeah. Odesimir. And that was the actually the only fight that I watched live. Um, yeah, and that was an awesome fight. It was it was weird to watch Vulcan kind of like he almost got frazzled a little bit. I would say he did.
1: Yeah, he didn't really seem to know what to do. He was very stiff. He felt like very stiff in there.
0: Definitely stiff, you know. And he was just kind of off guard with how cocky Yuri was. I mean, Yuri was just yeah straight up. You know, he was like he did his chin out. He was like trying to headbutt Vulcan's uh, jabs. You know, mm-hmm. that's something yep. that I, I know somebody that I've trained with that used to do that, and that'll that'll get in your head quick. Um,
1: it also can hurt your hand quick too.
0: Yeah, uh, David knows Which that all kind too of funny. well. Yeah, I do, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Bam. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it was there was uh, what seventy four total. A significant stretch, Yuri through 33, Vulcan through 31, uh, with Yuri winning in the second round, KO, 49 seconds to go. Um, you know, he came out in the first round. It was kind of, it was mainly Yuri. I would say Yuri won the first round, and then in the second round, yeah. I thought that Vulcan was starting to kind of get into it, and then, mm-hmm. and then uh, with 49 seconds to go. He did not.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, I can't totally remember. It's been a little bit since I watched it because I also was able to watch this one, um, and it was. Uh, he looked like he slipped it, like slipped one of the one of uh, Volkan's punches, and he. I think it was like an upcut, maybe I don't know. It was, but it, it he looked really good. I was very surprised. He was like Trevor was saying, really cocky, um, and it was Unright. kind of surprising unranked yep he's an unranked fighter and apparently from uh i'm not sure if it was dc or who was calling the fight but they were talking about how um he had actually uh jajiri i think is how they pronounce his name um he actually was offered a ufc contract before and he turned it down he didn't think that he was ready but he's definitely ready now that's for sure
0: yeah i mean uh... The evidence shows, you know, I'm glad he's here. Yeah, he looked he's fun, good. He's fun to watch. hmm Yeah, watch I'm excited to sure. see him again.
1: Real excited. All right. So the next next fight that we we got here is uh Amanda Rodriguez versus uh Paige VanZant. So a lot of people probably know Paige because she's been a kind of one of the more popular uh, UFC fighters. Unfortunately, she hasn't had the best uh record a lot like some of the other really popular UFC fighters that are up and comers, they I would say. They uh a lot of them aren't even in the UFC anymore. Like um yeah, what was that other guy? He's now in Bellator. Do you remember that the
0: karate guy? Oh, uh talking about Seth uh, Sage Northcut.
1: Sage Northcut, yeah. He got his bell rung a little saying, while like, ago. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, he did. It was so weird though because he came up so fast. I mean, he was like, "What? When he signed his yeah. contract?" Mm-hmm. That's young dude. Yeah, and That's
1: he crazy. was out of the UFC by 21 or something like that. Crazy. Yeah,
0: quick. He just um, he yeah, came but, in too quickly, but. So with that Amanda Rivas fight, um, she, you know, came in, and this 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 woman she was a former champion, I believe. Yep. Yeah, and she, she was. was a hell. Wrestler, hell of a Yes, you know when you're. She really dance, good that kind of that kind of uh, grappling skill. Mm-hmm. It's tough, especially when you're a striker. You know, Paige is yeah. You know, that's her nickname, twelve gauge. You know, she yep. likes to stand up. Um, yeah, she's an all around fighter. I wouldn't say that like mm-hmm. like she's not bad on the ground. She's obviously not bad stand up. I think that stand up's probably her best trait probably but, you know yeah she still got some time to get a little bit better and uh hone in her craft for yeah sure. i'm
1: not sure who where page's Paige trains but i kind of feel like she needs to go to one of the bigger camps if she isn't there already she really like i think she has a lot of potential and a lot of talent and i really like her i think she's um, a really awesome person cuz i've watched a lot of interviews with her and she's really cool, really interesting person. So, uh, and maybe she just doesn't care too much about fighting anymore. But I think like she really should think about going to like American Top Team or I don't know one of those other kind of bigger names because I think she has a lot of potential. But I I just think she's kind of wasting it a little bit with where she's at right now.
0: Yeah, she's definitely taking fights. I mean. Somebody against either you have to have some kind of crazy, crazy good striking against somebody who has crazy, crazy good grappling, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. think she has crazy, crazy good striking. I think she has good right. strike. You know, her her stand up is good, but it's mm-hmm. not, you know, outstanding by any right. means. You know, she's not Amanda Nunes, you know. Um, right. Yeah. But, you know, and like I said, when you're going against, you know, it's, uh, Gold medalist. I don't know if she's a gold medalist or not, but I do know she's that, a pretty good um, wrestler, and good yeah, ra- gra- yeah. grappler for sure. Yeah, good wrestler. <laughs> yes, she's a champion. So for um, sure. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You know, she got submitted. Yep. She had, they had what two two minutes and twenty seconds on the clock left. She got caught in an armbar. Um, yeah. Not really caught, right? I mean, I mean, yeah. they put her into an armbar. She set it up. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> <Yeah>. on accident. <laughs> like, there's no like people you know get the uh the thought that jujitsu Jiu- is like oh you caught somebody you, you didn't yeah like, it's true you, a lot of people believe that down, you hunted down that submission and you got yep it. Mm-hmm. you know outsmarted them but anyways yeah
1: right so it was a round one submission arm bar like trevor said there was so and there was only she got that in basically two minutes of the fight there was only a total of nine strikes during the fight. Amanda um, had uh, six and Page had three. One takedown, one submission attempt, and uh, one guard pass. So and we can kind of see where all that goes. And then we had the, the next one here. So this was a fight that I was really excited about. I love Thug Rose. So it was Thug, Ro- Thug Rose, Thug, Namajunas, Namajunas. I'm a mm-hmm. Junis. Okay, and then Jessica Andrade. And I, I can't Andrade. Okay, I can't pronounce what they what her um nickname is, but it's on
0: there. <laughs> so for some reason, my printer cut out, so I didn't get that part. <laughs> all <right. laughs> It's yeah, all yeah, good. No. But
1: this was a a battle. It was a really good fight. Um, Trevor, I don't think you were able to see it, but. Um, so some of the, the statistics on this guy was a uh, total significant strikes was 153. Rose had 82 of them and Jessica had 71. There was uh, one takedown landed by Jessica and one guard pass also by Jessica. So it was kind of, um, Rose was kind of dominating on the feet and, uh, Andraj was kind of doing what she does and, uh, going at it with grappling because i'm pretty sure Andrage is mainly like she's a good striker as well in her own right but i think thug rose is just a little better and uh jessica is a little bit better on the ground
0: you know rose is definitely longer she's got the longer reach yeah she's used to being able to kind of keep people at distance and then Mm -hmm. you're going up against somebody who's got really good grappling skills so that's a you know that's the fun fight to watch who's gonna win yeah you know yeah it's the question. the
1: classic the classic of the ufc of, oh, yeah. will a striker or the grappler win
0: you know and usually i would say the grappler won but not yeah. in this case um you know rose won with a split decision yep
1: split decision uh so and the decision was 29 28 28 29 and 29 28 so yeah, it was still it was really close. A lot of a lot of the judges um were only one point away from each other. So yeah. Yep. three Rose round fight. Two.
0: Hell of a fight. Hell of a yeah. fight
1: here. Yeah, it was a really good one. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad to see Rose is back on the, the winning train. Uh she I can't wait to see her go for another title fight. She looked great. Really excited about that one.
0: Absolutely, I'm sure it will be coming up. Hopefully she fights again at uh, Fight Island. I enjoyed her stay. No. <laughs> um, next fight, <laughs> the, uh, the next fight was Peter No Mercy Van Jan versus uh, Jose Aldo. We all know who Jose Aldo is, right? Um, he got, yes. He got knocked off, out <laughs> by Conor <kind> of <laughs> And yeah. uh, that was a infamous fight. Um, mm-hmm. Jan won the fight. It was a TKO round five with three minutes and 20 seconds left. Um, there was 277 total significant strikes. That is a lot of strikes. Yeah. Uh, this is
1: basically a full five-rounder, so there was, there was a lot of stuff going on. It was a war. That was definitely a
0: lot of hurt. you know,
1: to get yeah. through that.
0: I can't even yeah. imagine going five five uh, rounds. That's that's tough. Five-minute five, five minute um, rounds. Ooh. Yeah, five fives, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, there's Jan had a hundred and ninety four significant strikes. Surprised, uh, Aldo is still <laughs> alright. Yeah. Pretty the last that. One. That's a lot. He yeah, actually, Aldo damage.
1: looked really good. I he, he looked a lot better than um. So I I also got to see some of this fight. A lot of these were more of um. I didn't get to see all of them because I didn't pay for the pay per view, but I was able to get um some. Some stuff off of YouTube, so I was able to see a decent chunk of a lot of these fights. Um, and Aldo looked really good. He um, he started kicking again, which for whatever reason, for I don't know, maybe three or four years, he hasn't used any of his leg kicks. I don't know if this is an injury or what, but 17 of his significant strikes were uh, leg strikes, and uh, Jan was his legs were chewed up. It actually uh, changed. Jan had to change his stance from um, traditional to southpaw because of it.
0: So that's when you know it's really hurting. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Those like those uh, leg kicks, man. I mean, they just add up. Even if you mm-hmm. condition your legs and do whatever you can to, you know, keep them from getting all swollen up, it still happens. Yeah.
1: Well, and Aldo, it was a he was a nightmare when he was kicking because he. He was, he's Brazilian, if people don't know. And um, he was actually good enough in soccer to be a pro soccer player. And in Brazil, that's pretty hard to do. Brazil is one of the best. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, at soccer. So he has got really strong legs. So it was kind of crazy that he hasn't been kicking. So a lot of people are kind of guessing that maybe he, either he wanted to become a better boxer, I don't know, or if he had some sort of leg injury and he finally got over it. But he looked good. I'm to see who looks a lot better than he did a couple years ago, which is great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then the, the next fight, there was it was Alexander the Great Volkanovsky uh, versus Max Blessed Holloway. Uh, these guys were both both former champ. Well, one was a former champion and one is a champion, right? So this yeah. is a featherweight yep. title fight. Uh, Alexander won. It was a split decision at the end of round five. 48-47, 47-48, 48-47. For Alexander.
1: Yeah, so Trevor, have you seen uh, much much about this
0: one? I've uh, seen and I have going to Max Holloway. Um, I know they're both great strikers, so I'm definitely going to have to roll this one back. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So this was, um, this was fight two for them and kind of a little backstory on that. The first fight, a lot of people felt that, well, it was, it wasn't, um, so this, the one that just happened is very controversial. A lot of people, me included, think Max won. Um, they think the judges kind of stole it from him, um, and, and sided with the champion, which, um, I understand that happens and uh the their first fight uh without alexander and and max uh it wasn't really too much of a contest but they this was a back-to-back so dana white felt like it was close enough that max deserved another title shot and after the fight um dana went up and told the the audience or the press i guess to ask everybody and said hey did anyone here think Alexander won that fight, and it was just crickets? So we'll see what happens um, if there's going to be a third fight. Even though Alexander has technically won both of them, he definitely won the first fight. Uh, this one, I th- I think, is a little little suspect.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Can't leave it to that fifth round.
1: You can't. You can't. And um, it, it's it's kind of crazy because uh. If you look on, because ZOC now has a deal with with ESPN. And if you look on ESPN's app, it will kind of show you like a picture of the fighter and then damage on the fighter. And when you compare the two, uh, Alexander was pretty much all bright red and Max was still pretty much untouched. Not to say that Alexander isn't a really good fighter. He is. And it definitely was a close fight but i do think max won um
0: yeah i hate to see that kind of stuff especially like at the championship level yeah I mean? it wants
1: sucks to Cheated, you know right Got it sucks for bad. alexander too cuz i mean he's a really good fighter
0: yeah i mean you don't want to tarnish you know tarnish your spot at the top you know everybody else spots right. that one i'm sure he feels some type of way about that too mhm
1: yeah and i mean he probably also wants to fight someone else I mean, he's since right. he's been champion, he's only gotten to fight Max. So, yeah, that's true. That is true. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, uh, congratulations, Alexander, and uh, bless. Keep going, man. You're awesome. You'll be back. The Hawaii native. Yep, love him. All right. So the main event: kamaro, the Nigerian nightmare, Usman versus. Oh, man. uh, Game Jorge. Muscle. There we go. Thank <laughs> you, Trevor. I was like, man, I had a brain fart. Totally forgot. So, this was a great one. Were you able to see any of this, Trevor? Yes. Yes. The Walter Waite title fight. Yeah. Oh, man. A lot of heat from this one.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think they might, might run this one back. You know? Yeah.
1: It was good. Yeah, Jorge. He... Took the fight on short notice, correct? Yes. He had, I think, something
0: like 10 days notice, something like that. Yeah, it was just under two weeks. Um, Yeah. And for him to go out and do that, you know, do as well as he did, that kind of says something. I mean, he had just won the BMS belt from uh, Nate Diaz. And to come into this, you know, he was just fight ready. And guys like that, they're always fight ready like i guarantee oh yeah he's just like almost always fight ready i mean even back when he was street fighting man i remember watching Mm -hmm. him Kimbo. fighting kimbo (laughs) oh he didn't fight kimbo but he fought fighting with kimbo yeah yeah and uh dude he is just bad as hell now for real yeah he is i love it i love it but um yeah,
1: and so a little clarification, uh the reason why it was such short notice, Camaro's camaros Yeah. Um the guy who's gonna be fighting, he tested positive for COVID. So that was why um he had a dropout, which kind of shows you just how, you know, thorough they were were that they were able to find that before he even made the trip. So that's really good. He didn't um, you know, influence anything else, didn't get anyone else um didn't give it to anyone else I guess in the UFC so that's good.
0: Yep, they kept that contained. Um there was what 160 total significant strikes. Uh Usman had 94, Masvidal had 66.
1: Yeah. Which which is kind of crazy when um when I when I was watching it, uh it it felt like Masvidal had more was striking a lot more. I didn't look to see cuz so total significant strikes are the ones that are actually doing damage um so i wouldn't be surprised if Mosvidal had a much higher strike count of just total strikes but, but yeah usman man he he is his nickname is true the nigerian nightmare he is a monster i love the guy he's awesome crazy fight it's like
0: it's like a turbine man like a turbine just go go go, go yeah go.
1: keeps going keeps coming at you and uh Something I thought was really, really nuts that he did during the fight is he had uh, Masvidal pinned up against the cage, and I think he had an underhook, maybe? I'm not sure how, but he had um, Masvidal's arm trapped, and he was just digging uppercuts into uh, Masvidal's ribs and uh, stomach, and I...
0: Can't even imagine how how Masvidal made it through that. But you just gotta get whatever kind of damage you can where you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those like little mm-hmm. tips, just that's pure fight IQ. Just being able, oh to yeah, pin somebody's arm down and just blast them. Even, I mean, if you're hitting them in the ribs, it, that hurts, man.
1: Yes. That hurts. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Ma- kudos More to the- Mosvidal, man. <laughs> yeah, kudos to Mosvidal because he is a tough mother. Um, I don't know how how he endured some of the stuff that he, he got. So there was uh, five takedowns total, all Usman, obviously. And uh, two guard passes, also all Usman. And uh, not too surprising. Um, I think Usman saw pretty early on, I think it was pretty much after the first round, he noticed that he wasn't going to be able to just stand and strike with Masvidal because Masvidal was cracking him pretty good. And so he started taking it to the ground, and after that, it was kind of all all Nigerian nightmare, all Usman.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, like you said, you had 10 days' notice. I mean, was he fight-ready, like his body? Yeah, sure. Right. Uh, did he right. have a full camp to go up against a good wrestler? No. You know, I mean. Yeah, I mean. Barton, Nate Diaz, who was yeah. obviously a stand-up guy. Um, he himself is a stand-up guy. So, But yeah, I'd like to see right. this. Honestly. I'd really like to see it get run back for a second fight. Yeah,
1: For for how dominant it looks on the scorecards, it was a really good fight. I would love to see it again, even though I think this is actually the third time that those two have fought each other, which is kind of crazy. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. I'd have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure they said it was uh, Usman Masvidal 3, I think is what they had on the, on the card, but I'm not sure. The, both of them have been in the welterweight division for a while, so
0: could see it. That's for sure. I mean, I know, you know, more about Jorge than anything because I've been following him for a long time. But yeah. He, he's had to have been in the UFC for like 10 years. Yeah, um,
1: he's got to be. He, yeah, I would say he's probably been in there since Diaz, Nick Diaz.
0: And we were still in high school when they were doing that, so. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I would say probably at least ten years. So yeah, good for yep. these guys. Vet's showing it out. I like it. Yeah, it's a great fight. We'll move on to the uh, Deshaun Jackson portion of the sports column.
1: Yeah, this one's a this one's kind of depressing, guys. Um, something a little caveat to this is, um, if anyone hasn't seen it, I don't think we're really gonna. Point to like talk too much about the actual quotes that he talked about. If you want to hear more about it or see or read more about it, um, I would just kind of encourage you guys to go out and uh, look it up on yourselves because I don't really want to be quoting Hitler on this podcast. Um, so,
0: that kind of, stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know, I don't want to be spreading that kind of hate. Um, so I think, I think something that we can learn from what's, what happened with Deshaun Jackson is he kind of came out and, um, he said that he doesn't always, um, look up a lot of the stuff that he tweets. He doesn't, um, do his research when he's, uh, tweeting or, you know, posting stuff. And I think, uh, I think he's learned to not do that anymore. Um, cause he, he flat out posted some pretty horrible, um, Um, remarks from from Hitler yeah yeah (laughs) anti-semitic stuff yeah Yeah. and um yeah so it's just kind of a kind of a depressing topic but I think something that's really good that came out of this was um Julian Edelman kind of reached out to him and Julian is um he's a he's a Jew um he's Jewish he he's uh in the National Football League so they both kind of have that Uh, commonality and they're both wide receivers and Julian kind of reached out to him and said hey what you said was wrong and um, I I understand that you're angry with everything that's going on Um, but I think we need to kind of educate each other on our both of our shared um, backgrounds of you know being persecuted and so Edelman kind of set something up I think they had about an hour-long phone call with each other And um, he said that they're going to go visit the Holocaust Museum and also go to the African American and Cultures History Museum together and just kind of more educate each other on their, you know, where they came from and their past and kind of all that and their culture and everything. So I think that's really good. I think uh, we can all kind of learn from this and uh, kind of do a little bit more research before we just post something on social media. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's just perspective
0: as well, you know. Um, yeah, for sure. Good for Julian Edelman. Good for Deshaun Jackson for being like, okay, yep, let's talk about yeah, it. stepping up. Yeah, and well, just kind of be like, I'm sorry, man. And, yeah, he. I don't just know what I was away, thinking. He came yeah. and stepped up, and good for him. You know, good for both of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here,
1: I think I think it's I think it's good. Um, obviously, the Philadelphia Eagles, um, uh, made a post saying, you know, like they don't support this, and they also, uh, find, find, uh, Deshaun Jackson. I'm not sure how much, but, um, but yeah, he's also, since this is all, this is probably, I think this happened almost a week and a half ago. I mean, sorry, guys, it's been a little bit since we did a podcast, so we're getting to the, some of the stuff late, but he's, he's done a lot of, um, lot of stuff after this he even was on a call with um with a holocryver his name mr edwin mossberg he is uh 94 and was a holocaust survivor and so he he got uh to kind of interview and talk with him for a little while which i'm sure kind of opened up his eyes even a little bit more to some of the stuff that went on um during those times
0: yeah. That's uh, you know, as time goes on, you know, you just gotta keep on learning and, you know, keep on getting different perspective and good for uh good for them to be able to read to you know, one of the last surviving Holocaust uh yeah. survivors. So I, I can't imagine there's
1: too many left, unfortunately. I mean Yeah. Some of the stuff that those people went through and it's, it's crazy. I've listened to a few podcasts of people that have written books about it and they kind of go through and just the, even like a lot of them like that, um, Mr. Mossberg here, he was 94 and I'm sure I didn't get to watch that, that interview, but I'm sure he was also really emotional. But a lot of the people that I've listened to talk about it, they're still torn up they still cry and you can hear the 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 passion and the tears and all the pain that still goes on with that i mean i can't imagine living through something like that
0: yeah that's that's rough man i mean oh you know yeah this is like the depressing part of the podcast (laughs) yeah sorry guys (laughs) Holocaust, no, but, it was bad. So we're gonna let's try and keep it, it,
1: it in the, the past and learn from it. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to back it up with uh, Washington. Redskins. talk. Yeah. Uh, kind of a right? good thing. Um, yeah. Redskins I think announced so. that they are officially going to be changing their name. Um, as July 13th, the Redskins football team is retiring their team name and logo. Uh, there's been quite a few names being tossed about um, yeah. just a little just a little bit of info on this uh, kind of a i guess a troll of sorts there was a lawyer <laughs> out of i want to say maryland but he bought like all of the rights to the names that they were trying to use yep, yep. <laughs> Just a quick hey quick way to trade, baby yeah
1: go. profit not I've, situation if you got the money why not why not try and Try and get get some get broken off from the NFL.
0: <laughs> so what have, what are your favorites uh, that they have so far? So uh, so for our
1: listeners, some of the the ones that they've they've gotten here are um, the Washington Red Tails, and uh, Washington Warriors are kind of the two big ones that I've seen, and my favorite is uh, the Red Tails. And the Red Tails is, um, it kind of goes back to the Tuskegee Airmen. And these guys were from Alabama and they fought in World War II. They were actually one of the the best dogfighting group in World War II. They were one of the first people to go over and fight in World War II from the U.S. They went over and helped Great Britain uh, before we were fully in the war, uh, before, you know, all the stuff happened with Japan bombing Pearl Harbor. And uh, I really like it. Sorry, Trevor, what was that? It said in D-Day, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're before all that stuff. And uh, I would definitely recommend you guys go and look up some of these pictures. I think some of the logos look really cool. Uh, we got some here in front of us. One of them is kind of a, the P-52, which was the the dog the uh, fighter that they were using. I think that one's pretty cool. And then they have another one that has. Um, kind of a a pilot's helmet and mask and everything on. And it kind of looks a little bit reminiscent of their old logo, which I don't know how I feel about it, but I do really like the P-52 one. I think that's pretty
0: cool. Yeah, that one looks pretty sweet. I like the color scheme to it too. Reminds me of the Cavs a little bit. Um, Yeah, it does does look a lot like the Cavs. Another big one that they were using was the Washington Warriors, um, just to honor the military past and present. There's a couple logos on there. Uh, uh, infantrymen with the Washington Warriors logo beneath it, uh, a shield with a W on it. Uh, that looks pretty sweet, and then uh, the Washington Warriors logo with a spear coming out of the S on the Warriors. Uh, yeah. Another one that I liked, uh, I'd seen was the Washington Red Wolves, so I okay. thought that one was pretty cool. Uh, it has yeah. the, the logo is just a Red Wolf. Um, I think that they were, I would imagine that they were somewhat, you know, indigenous to that part of North America. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be sweet. Uh, let yeah. us know what you guys think of the uh, names and which ones you guys like the best. There's a couple yeah, and you, more out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there are. There's a lot out there. And probably by the time this, everything goes live, we might even know which one they picked. But um, yeah, if you guys want to reach out to us, that'd be great. Uh, The website or the email address is theweekenderspodcast at gmail dot com. So yeah, tell us what you think, guys. Dot com. Dot com.
0: All right. And uh, next, we're gonna get a little bit of world news. We're gonna get some Bronco reactions. Uh, David, you want to kick this one off?
1: Yes, please. All right. I was so pumped when this This got released. (laughs) yes yes it is (laughs) i've been uh pretty much trevor i can say that you're the reason that i ever even got started on this whole trip of wanting a bronco because you i think this was probably back in 2015 maybe no it's probably like 14 or 13 when uh they started like leaking a lot of the renders and stuff of like what people thought a new Bronco would look like, and you're like, "Man, it's it's happening, man!" And I, I'm that's gonna be my next car.
0: You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do, man. Because I had a friend that had one. He did. It was a guy I actually worked with. Uh, he did like all those sound competitions, so he had okay. his logo, up, man. Yeah. And you would just be able to see like his windows because they're plexi, and just they would just boom. wave. Yeah, yeah, just wave. it was pretty sweet. i was like, man, the two door—that's that looks like something that I would drive, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I've really I've been it's ever been since. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It was not my next car, though. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. It so uh, the Broncos getting released. Uh, they finally showed it off, and also I think all the at this point we are recording this on. 719. So, most of this stuff has come out, and a lot of the uh, pricing and everything has come out for it. But, um, I think they're still, they still haven't talked about MPG and a few other kind of more pretty big details. But, um, the, the price and everything is out, and some of the, so I guess I, I want to ask you, Trevor, what did you think about it? Did you, did you like it? The new Bronco? Yeah,
0: I definitely did. Uh, I think the two doors were pretty sweet. I just feel like if you're gonna get a Bronco, you might as well get a two door. I don't know, like that to yeah. me. You know, I mean, yeah, you do want it to be a family vehicle, I guess. But I want that. I just want that white two door, man. Be sweet. I
1: know. The two door does look better in my opinion, for sure. But I'm probably getting a four door just because I have. I'm going to have kids at some point, so I would like to be able to put car seats in and out much easier than having just two doors and moving things back. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the other kind of nice thing too is, is with the four-door, you're able to store the doors and also the roof in the trunk. And with the two-door, you're not able to do that. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, and we covered all those options on our last
0: podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. So if you guys want to go back and listen to that. What we thought on them and uh, what they we think that they could do coming going forward yeah
1: yeah and uh just a little bit of kind of some numbers here that have come out since there's already they're already making reservations and everything like that on their website it's only a 100 bucks it's uh even cheaper than the reservations for the tesla cybertruck which i was kind of surprised about i don't know what do you think about that trevor was that kind of surprising when you heard that
0: yeah i mean especially you know the broncos a pretty well known vehicle. Um mm. not to not the test. It's log, also
1: closer to production too.
0: Yeah, that's true too. That's true too. But you never know with Elon, man. I mean he yeah, killed, you don't. So. he's got a lot of shit going on, don't get me wrong, but he does. He does. <laughs> you know, he juggles it all well. And if you can juggle juggle it all well enough, you might be able to get us get get it to us by twenty twenty one. Who knows? Right, yeah. Who knows? So Perhaps not though. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably not, but who knows. It'd be awesome. I hope so. I mean I love that Cybertruck. I think it's awesome. So a little numbers here on what all was reserved so far is uh the two door, there was thirty nine percent of all the all the reservations were two doors and uh sixty one percent were four doors. So a lot a lot of people really wanted the four door, which I'm a little surprised about. I figured it would be a little bit more of an even split um from that and also the first edition which they were only making 3500 of are already sold out i think they sold out within the hour of the release cuz i was i was kind of looking at it maybe it was like within 6 hours or something but it was it was quick people bought those up real quick
0: yeah i mean when you've got an exclusive vehicle like that you know people will pay big money for it
1: yeah, and it's probably going to be worth a decent chunk of change later on because people are going to want it. And another kind of big stat that I thought was kind of surprising in in all of this was first time Ford owners uh was 12%, almost 13. It was 12.9% and uh owners that were either previous or current Jeep owners was 30.3%, which is kind of crazy.
0: Making the switch.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame them because uh, the most recent Jeep really looked very similar to uh the past model Jeeps, which I get it because, I mean, you kind of want that Jeep look. But you also, you want it to be a little bit fresh, a little new. I think Apple kind of struggles with this too. A lot of their new phones, they all look the same. So you don't get that clout of, oh, I have the newest version. You know, they can't rub it in people's faces that they spent too much money on their phones.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, if you keep on making pretty much the same thing, it's a call of duty too, you know, for the longest yeah. time they're putting yeah. out the same game over and over again, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, eventually people just get tired of paying for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And. So hopefully uh, Jeep can switch it up next time, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Maybe we'll see. Be,
0: um, I'm, we can call to them.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be. I mean, they're already, before this happened, they actually made the announcement that they were thinking about putting a V8 engine in the, the Jeep. And because everyone's been kind of clamoring for a V8 option. And uh, there's also not a V8 option in uh, the Bronco either people are thinking that most likely it's going to happen down the road. But um, as of right now, there's only uh, a four cylinder and six cylinder right now for the Bronco. But yeah, so Jeep's trying to kind of pull back some fans and pull away some of the clap that Bronco has gotten. But I think most people probably are forgotten that they announced that.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, here's uh, my, my portion of the uh, podcast. We're going to be talking about fault today. Uh, they had on the 17th, that was the early access date. It was a hell of a day, let me tell you. So, yeah, I actually, I actually ended up calling off work that day. I was like, you know, I'm just going to stay up. <laughs> They're supposed to be dropping yeah. at 1 o'clock. Um, and then there was a cloud server issue. Uh, Discord ended up getting shut down. Wow. A lot of like a bunch of amazon servers got shut down including i think coinbase Damn. might have got shut down yeah it was huge it was a big deal a lot of stuff went wrong um so it ended up getting delayed until like 4:30, and even then Ouch. um they had a lot of issues up until i'd say at least nine o'clock where it would take you multiple Times just to get into a game, where you would say like you would go to click ready up, and then another one would pop up, and then you click that one, and then another one would pop up. Oh man! You know? So it was really uh-huh. buggy. With that and then uh, you know you would get into a game, and then obviously there was there was bugs in game. It is an early access uh, yep. game. So, but overall, you know, I think that it's a it's a good platform to build on. I like that they have the aspect portion which mm-hmm. you know you get to pick between so many different aspects to further you know push your character into whatever direction you want to take them and they yeah. also have passives uh that intertwine with that which is really cool you know you can take different angles from these you know each character and play them differently which is a lot of fun. Right. Um, and you know we got to do that a lot more, up towards nine o'clock. You know you could get right into a game, and that was pretty sweet. But uh, as far as the bugs, that were, yeah, as far as the bugs that were in the game, the main one for me that killed me was uh, the jungle creeps. You'd be going through and like getting your jungle farm, and mm-hmm. one of the minion, one of the minions would just would not die. Oh, uh, that does suck. Yeah, so like you could just never like finish jungle camp, you would just leave one. And then, like, randomly, they would just walk out of the jungle and into the lane. So, that was... <laughs> you'd just be, like, chasing them, trying to kill them. It's funny. Yeah. And then, uh, funny. also, you they didn't have, like, a timer to where you could see, okay, well, I've got, you know, a minute left until raptors come up, or, or prime okay. comes up, you know, mm-hmm. or even jungle camps in general. There was no timer letting you know when more people, or more uh, camps were popping up. Other than that, I mean, I think it's a pretty fluid game. You know, I think that they could definitely do some more work with it, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm really happy with the purchase. You know, I got the Master yeah. Pack, so I get an extra uh, key. And, uh, you know, whenever David finally knuckles <laughs> up and gets a PC, he can play with me. Right. What do you guys think? If you guys think that he should get a PC, go ahead and email him. <laughs> right. Send <laughs> it over to our email.
1: <laughs> uh, we'll Go ahead and vote yes, personally. Um, <laughs>
0: but, no, this game is a lot of fun, guys. They got uh, a lot of big streamers. Well, not a lot, but uh, Brutic HD has been streaming it just about every day. If you guys want to check it out, um, I'm also going to be streaming it this week at Styles IRL twitch.tv um give me a follow if you guys want to check it out i'll be on a couple times this week but they ended up doing a patch on saturday night to fix some of those like some of those issues and i haven't actually played mm-hmm. since but i heard they have been fixed so that is good that's good that's really good yeah, i mainly play, played boris when i played okay I and like the um, jungle.
1: Mhm. Okay. So you you basically were jungling. Uh
0: did you do any uh orb prime? Uh... yeah, so they actually increased the orb prime health in the patch because okay. you you could like almost duo it and then they also um reordered the way that it attacks. So it does that stun first and it does a bunch mm-hmm. of damage. So now you have to go, it has to be like a four-person uh, Orb Prime attack. But the Orb Prime buff is, to be honest with you, I don't even know what it does buff. I mean, I know the red and blue do. Uh, mm. the, the blue does the mana and red slows on auto attacks. But okay. I don't know exactly what Orb Prime does. I'm sure it's just an all-around buff. But it was a lot of fun, man. I mean, that jungle, that jungle is sweet. It's got so many different mm. layers to it and uh Boris is by far my favorite jungler so far. I played Severon yeah. as well. never really been, I, I mean, I was always good with Chimera, but I'm, yeah. I've never really liked him. I didn't like his kit. I feel like Chimera always needs phase. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I was a big Several guy. I really enjoyed playing him near the, the end of Paragon. Um, he was probably going to be my next master skin. He was he was getting up there, but um, another question I had. Well, yeah, I guess going back to Orb Prime there. So did they do they not have the same kind of mechanic when you were building decks, or I forget what they called it in Paragon, but um, where you would cho- choose like what kind of buff you got for Orb Prime? No, so like now it's just a flat flat buff. Okay. Yeah, so just maybe some health, a little bit of damage, maybe
0: some spell, armor, yeah. spell, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I would say it's probably more health and then, like, ability and physical armor. Okay, yeah. More than damage, but um, just to make you a little bit more tanky and last more in team fights. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. it's it's uh it's definitely different. I would say Fault is more leaning towards LOL. you know? Like, they have an open item system. Okay um they have the gadget uh, slot to where you start out thinking with wards um and you don't have to you don't have to buy the wards you just you, you just have you can buy them but you automatically okay. get one shadow ward so uh, okay pretty sweet um and then you can buy sentry wards on top of that and also, the uh, potions automatically renew. So, if you get like health and mana potions every time you go back, you get two more. So, yeah, oh, that's nice. Yeah. So. And so, for uh, the
1: listeners that might not know what a ward is, um, in MOBAs, there is this thing called Fog of War. And that basically means that you cannot see people that are in the jungle or you know, past your line of sight. And what you can do is you can set a ward in those areas and they will pop up on your little mini map, and you'll be able to see them. And so those are really good to kind of stop people from sneaking up on you and, you know, coming out at you from the jungle and, you know, ruining your, your day.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could, you could be overextended, you know, it's good to have a ward there that way you can see if the enemy jungler's coming yeah. or the enemy mid, you know, um, definitely stress, words are definitely needed, and they show that by giving you that trinket slot, and I like that a lot. I'd like to see yeah. more people use it, because <laughs> not a lot of people have been using the word, yeah. but you know, I mean, there's new people it is Yeah. matchmaking's in its early stages right now, once the ELOs get sorted out and everybody gets into, like, the teams and uh, you know, then that'll grind itself out. We're gonna be releasing mm. Ranked mode, I think, hopefully quarter one, uh, 2021. So I'd like, okay. to, I'd like to hope that it would come out before them, but you never know. Yeah, Obviously. that would be good. Uh, usually but do, I mean, like full release for that.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe they're waiting to uh, get a few more heroes because it sounds like they don't have a, a ton just yet, but it does sound like they're going to be pumping them
0: out pretty quick. So that's good. Yeah, um, hopefully at least six by the end of the year. Um, yeah. Kalari, Grim, EXE and morgesh are confirmed. Okay. Yeah. I was surprised yeah. Grim made the cut, dude. Honestly. I know. I am I too. Surprised. And we, we
1: kinda talked about this off off uh off air. And uh I think the reason why they, they picked Grimm is because Grim Grim's kit was never something that a lot of people loved. It was interesting, but it never seemed to really work in Paragon. So I think that they probably, you know, really sunk their teeth into it and really made it pretty interesting. So I'm kind of excited to see what they do with it.
0: Yeah, Sulfan, you know, he puts all his little spins on uh, the kits. You know, he was the one that re redid Boris, and uh, I really liked what he did with Boris. He pretty much made him a lot like Warwick from uh, League of Legends, but just okay. with, like, a little bit more, I would say, uh, burst and speed. Like, it's just having to, like, switch around a lot mm-hmm. because he does yeah. this, like, dash and stuff. But it's a lot of fun, you know, and he did a good job with him. And I'm, he said that he loved Grimm's kit. So I just hope he that did keep his uh, that ability shield. That would be, I think that's yeah. what makes Grimm, really be able to i like think stun that cc is like so big for a carry yeah because well, it's like super prevalent on the right. few characters in fault yeah especially steel you know all of his mm-hmm. abilities have cc there's yeah. a few more characters in there that they also have a lot of cc and if you get stunned when you don't have a whole lot of health you're going to get melted so yeah you're
1: dead, basically, Yeah. because they're probably gonna start stacking that that stun if there's a smart team, or even if it's just steel. I mean, steel could easily hit you with three different stuns. I think something like that. Yeah, I mean, he's got his shield
0: bash. He's got a that um, that dart to push you. Yeah, and then yeah. he's also got that uh, that shield wall back that you can't okay. shoot behind and it slows you mm-hmm. when you walk through it. And then he's also got his uh, slam.
1: Yeah. And I mean, Grim, something that always kind of sucked about playing Grim was that he's such a slow character, which I'm sure he's still going to be. And I think that's partly going to be part of his kit. His kit is why the reason he's so slow is because he has, you know, that shield and everything like that. And I think another thing that I really liked about him was that lock on ability where his ultimate was basically you just if they're in range, you just select them and he shoots his ultimate at them. I think that that also is a really fun thing to do
0: with him. You just like auto delete somebody. Yeah, just, you know, shooting that little orb. It goes through walls and stuff. Yep. I love it when like it would go against a muriel that was up in the air. Yeah. It would yeah. Like, follow them throughout the map.
1: Follow them all the way. And pretty- uh yeah, I I loved that. And also, sometimes if people were backing, they would still get killed in their own base because it followed them through, and they didn't get
0: enough health back before it hit them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that
0: was so funny. Yeah. I mean, I like. I don't think that he he should keep that that slow, that toggle slow. Yeah, I think- liked it, but I I also would would be okay it for it to be gone. I just really want that ability shield. And I really liked his all the other abilities. I think that they could, you know, switch that up. But I'm I'm interested yeah. to see what kind of passive he has. You know. Yeah. Me too. Me too.
1: Yeah. Grim was always kind of a clunky well, character, so he
0: should be, be fun to see. Too. You know. Yeah. I'd to see what the passive is. I'm sure it's gonna be something with poison. But um, yeah. But we'll, we'll, I guess in the next couple of weeks they're gonna be dropping those characters. Uh, the first two. Which we are not 100% sure of. Uh, they haven't confirmed what first two heroes they will be releasing. However, we will be getting them think, the first week of August. So, for the people that okay. got like the Masters Pack or the Season Pass, you'll be getting those heroes a week early, actually. So, that's nice. what, next week or the week after. So, hopefully, uh, I'd like to see Grimm in there because. I don't really like to play ADCs. I mean, I'll play with every once in a while. Not a huge twin blast of Murdoch. So, we shall yeah. see. Hopefully I can mess around with Grim. Run him off lane or something.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe play him as a mage or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mid mid works too, you know. Having mm-hmm. that auto attack in mid. I actually had a player the other day I was playing with and uh, he did attack speed Gideon where he was just Really? orbs. Like, <laughs> Throwing power at him, and it was actually it was it worked pretty well. He did like all did it. Really? Yeah, it actually worked really well. He I think he had like seven kills. Created, Who was he going up against? Seven. Yeah, he was going up against another Gideon that wasn't as good and okay. couldn't land autos very well. But you know, it was just funny. It's fun to do that yeah. kind of stuff if you know that you're oh, gonna yeah. just stop whoever it is, just build them all weird, mm-hmm. run like. Just the weirdest stuff, you know. Like Yeah, I mean Nabori used to do that too all the time. Oh Nobori. Yeah. yeah, he's uh he's been throwing shade at Fault, man, but I think he is gonna play it. So we'll see. Uh, I mean how can t- he not Yeah, I don't know either. I mean if you're a if you're a Paragon fan, it's like why not play Fault? I mean it's Paragon esque, so
1: Yeah. And that for all the listeners, that's Freya wishing that
0: trevor could uh pet yeah. her <laughs> pay attention to me please <laughs> please sir for ya. Jeez. <laughs> everybody's like i want to hear what she has to say <laughs> right Jeez. she, she sounds like she's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she sounds like she has to pee uh. <laughs> well guys on that note uh we're gonna be finishing this week's podcast uh, let us know what you think, obviously. Uh, we love to hear everybody's feedback.
1: Yeah, shoot us an email at uh, theweekenderspodcast@gmail.com.
0: at gmail.com. Until next week, uh, you guys have a good one. Yeah, we love you guys, and I love you, Trevor. All right, brother, I love you too.
1: We'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace.